and hello, hello. Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. Zach and Alex here, as always, coming at hello. you. Hello. We're recording on July 5th. Um, after a wonderful weekend of motorsports. Um, and if you celebrated the 4th of July, I hope you had a great long weekend. Um, yeah. I did. Not long enough. I had to go back to work this morning. But it's alright. It's alright. Yeah. It's all good. Um, but yeah, um, 4th of July, it was a big weekend in motorsports, especially here in America, because IndyCar and NASCAR were getting in on the action, getting their their holiday travelers. Because um, what's better to do on 4th of July weekend than go to Road America? Road America! You, something better would be to go to Mid-Ohio. The middle That'd of be... Ohio. Yes. The <laughs> center of... <laughs> Why are Indiana cars going to Ohio, though? That doesn't make sense. But... <laughs> <laughs> that kid, I, I, I made a stupid tweet at Alex asking, treating him like Bob Pockers. It made me laugh. You should... And I was like, guys, does anyone know? Anyone want to help this new fan out? I don't know who this is. You could be. See, you want a job in racing, Alex. You could be the Bob Pockers for IndyCar. Do, I could. Do all I this really work. Could. Bob Pockers, he better get paid a lot. Bob's better be paying Bob good. I wonder like, what kind oh of car God. he drives. He better be driving a Mercedes with all the money he got. Someone get help us get Bob on the podcast so we can ask him what car he drives. I bet Bob drives a little 2013 Chevrolet, like, mid-size sedan. Mm-hmm. Maybe smaller. He's so it. modest. I don't think he has yeah. a nice car. He needs to have a nice car, though. He deserves it. I don't I love know. Bob. He can get all the ladies. Or the men. It's, we're gay here, so. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Is he married? He, I think so. I think he's I need all of the, I have so many questions about Bob Pocker. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Screw being gay and right now. Bob Pocker. So we're going to talk about Bob Pocker. No. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> IndyCars at Mid-Ohio. NASCAR at Rotomaker. And Formula One had their home race at Silverstone. A big race for them. Um. Had a big yeah. weekend just in terms of we had a few first-time winners. Um, we had Scott McLaughlin score another IndyCar win. Um, SRX had a new winner, too. We'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, I think that was all the motorsports. I think IMSA it, was at what? Canadian it was Tire. IMSA, but I did not no watch one it. watched it. I was, girl, I was getting crunk Saturday. I'm just saying. I'll celebrate in America, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's get into IndyCar at Mid-Ohio. Oh, I'm um, so excited. So, it was a pretty decent race. Um, there's a... Because there were a lot of cautions, weren't there? Yeah, there were like five or six cautions. In the and the race. restart got called off. Or the start. The very initial start got called off. Because, of course, it is. Every other week in IndyCar, we got to call off a restart or the start. I... So, your stream of the race was behind mine. So, I'm like, oh my gosh. IndyCar sucks at... Doing starts and restarts, and, and like, they didn't spoiling even me. They didn't even try it like, yet on my screen. I thought they were about to wreck. I was like, "Oh Lord, have mercy!" And I, I should have told you, Zach. Like this happens every week. This ain't a spoiler. This is part of the show. It's part but, of the show. I don't understand why it's so hard for them. I don't know. They every other racing series that. can do it. Why can't y'all? Like, why do they? Why can't they just have the pace car slow down? So that they can get bunched up. I feel like when they get bunched up, the pace car is taking off. Yeah, something something's off. With because that. they don't, they can't do pace laps side by side. I guess because they suck. I don't know, but mm-hmm. 
It's just a little ridiculous. Y'all got to figure this yeah. out. But so let's start with the winner. Scott McLaughlin did win the race. I'm very happy about that. Yes. Solid. I, solid drive. He was like in solid. the top two all day. Yep. That was a and solid you know, he, drive. Both of Scott McLaughlin's wins, he has had to hold off Alex Pillow, which I find very impressive. He's had to hold off the defending champ. Yeah. Both of his wins. This is just a solid drive, and I it's, think he really it, needed that. It's a ret- yes, it's a return to form because he's ha- he was having a bit of a slump to the start of the summer. Yeah, um, we haven't really seen him up. He, in fact, he was kind of the weakest Penske car, honestly. But he's kind of back to form now, being the, obviously yeah. well, maybe not the strongest because Will Power was tearing up the field um, yeah. on uh, Sunday because he spun early in the race, wasn't it? Like lap two or something. I think it was lap one or two. It was really early. He spun very early. What a comeback drive. He's done this like two or three times now this year. Will Power has. He's... And listen, he's second in points. Yep. Power has not had this good of a season in a while. He's exactly the type, I think, to come back and win this championship. He's only 20 points out. If he keeps having drives like this, I mean, holy shoot, man. Um... So, yeah, Penske was having a good day. Joseph. And, yeah, so, Joseph. I think Joseph could have joined Scott and Will up in the front. Just barely missed the fast uh, fast 12. He had a lot to say qualifying. about qualifying. Yeah, Joseph was very irritated about qualifying. He called out the slow pokes, he called them. Yeah. Uh, then he mentioned Jimmy Johnson and Tatiana Calderon, saying that he got held up by them. Yeah, um, and that's been a big issue with IndyCar qualifying. Just they cannot yeah. fig- just getting clean air and F one does a similar thing. In fact, does F one do it with more? F one does it with twenty cars on the track at one point, kind of, or like in mm-hmm. a session. But um, they they seem to not struggle as much as compared to IndyCar. Because what there yeah. would have been twelve cars on in the session. I believe so. So yeah. I don't understand what the problem is. It's a big enough track. I wouldn't think they'd be able to run into each other. And that normally, that, I mean, at Mid-Ohio anyway, the timing line is like on the backstretch. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the problem, though. Maybe because they have to do a whole warm-up lap. I don't... Yeah. Because the pits are like a little bit before the timing line. So that might be the problem. Maybe. But it happens at other tracks. The point is, like, I don't know. I think it'd be cool... No, I don't know. Because, again, it's the first session, right? It's, like, just to get into the top 12. Yeah. So, him and... and... You know, IndyCar qualifying is really difficult. And just barely missed it. And it's because of that, he said. Because he said the car was fine. Yeah. He said that it was perfectly fine. And he was top of the charts in the first practice. He was very frustrated. You could easily tell he was frustrated in the interview. So, that... It's a little unfortunate. Um, and he, that he doesn't get angry like that often. I think the last oh, yeah. time that frustrated was when he yelled at Santino Ferrucci at Gateway. Oh yeah, I never see him like that. He, I mean, he was very irritated. I hope. Um, and then what? Where did he finish? He finished like seventh. Seventh. Right behind Erickson. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, of course. Um, yeah, our fantasy picks started side by side, ran beside each other the entire race, and yeah. my pick Erickson finished ahead of Joseph. I can't get anything. My IndyCar fantasy's on life support, man. It's yeah, let's so talk about it since we brought that up. I don't um, want to talk about it. No, go ahead. <laughs> Zach could win the next two races in our fantasy. And I will. And 
All you, that would only tie Like him getting a race win. Like I picked the winner. Yeah. You'd have to win, like win-win the next two just to tie it. So I have a pretty big lead right now. So my work's feeling good. For me. My work's cut out for me. Yeah. I believe in myself. Um, now we talked about how Penske had a pretty solid day. I mean, what they all finished in the top seven. Um, mm-hmm. some teams that did not have a good day. Um, should we talk about McLaren or Andretti? Let's talk about McLaren first. Let's talk about McLaren first. McLaren or Andretti? Much Ma- worse. <laughs> Andretti <laughs> or McLaren? <laughs> <laughs> So, who do you want to who, who do McLaren, you want to first? Because okay, the ahead. last one's spicy. Um, <laughs> nah. So what? Fee- they both had engine problems, right? Yeah, it was mechanical issues. Mechanical issues. Yeah, mechanical issues. Um, Pato started on pole, looked yep. very good, and you know he doesn't get a race like this every week. Like he's still kind of on and off. Um. But he and was, Felix has been really good too, by the way. Felix has been driving his butt off, man. Um, he has. He really has done good this year. Um, so it's unfortunate to see that happen. Um, because they both mm-hmm. look really fast. So, and you know this issue, both the McLaren cars DNF do not finish. Uh, Felix is out early. Pato has stalls on pit road after complaining about being lacking of power. Yeah, and he was at the lead. He was dropping. Yeah, he was just. Did not have the speed everyone else did, clearly. And then it eventually just stalled after a pit stop. But there were also some issues with uh, some of the Foyt cars. Because I think it was Tatiana Calderon. Her car stalled. And I believe it was Kellett had an issue as well. So there was like some some concern. Is this a Chevrolet issue? And we saw with Penske, they were fine. So it was kind of interesting that we had... Both McLaren and some Voight cars have some issues like that. Yeah, because I remember the broadcast was trying to hype that up. Like, oh, the Chevrolet's got to watch out. I think Penske. Roger's a, Roger gets the good stuff. I think Penske Roger doesn't get the stuff that's on the shelf. He gets the good stuff. I'm just saying. He gets the good, good stuff. He gets the good stuff. <laughs> he he spends his money. Um, <laughs> but I'm just, I, I don't know. I actually, I'm just joking. But, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um,. So yeah, that's all. That's all I really got to say about McLaren. Um, yeah. So let's talk Andretti. about the fun stuff. Andretti. Oh my uh, God. Andretti Autosport. Yeah. So um, is in disarray. Girl, they are falling apart. They, they are, are on fire. Fa- they've been falling apart, but girl, this was bad. I mean, what? D- but I feel like all of this centered around Rossi. But Twitter. I mean, I saw people on Twitter really kind of go at Grosjean again too because. Where okay, Alex, Grosjean, where do we even start? <laughs> okay, let's start with Grosjean because he's kind of been like the main culprit this whole season. Yeah, he's been very controversial because he's Grosjean. Grosjean does not know how to take what he gives. I think that's a big thing that's centered around him right now. Did he do anything wrong on Sunday? No. No. But, but has Barma. he done things wrong throughout the rest of the season? <laughs> yes. Yes. N- Barber. Barber was crazy. Yeah. He was a little wild. Um, yeah. Pro- did he do? What was the last for Road America? I don't remember. He did do stuff at Road America, didn't he? He like, I don't remember where it was, but he like took out uh, Ray Hall. It wasn't Road America. That was Barber. That was, that was Barber. Barber. That was Barber. Um, he did something at Road America. Let me look at our notes. But keep talking. But yeah, Grosjean. I don't know. I think the thing with him is that he just does not 
like being raced aggressively. Even know, though just... he's the most aggressive driver. <laughs> yeah. And Rossi said, and you could tell from the video, it just looked like he wasn't able to make the turns, which I know we saw. He did not make the turns, especially around... Oh, Ray we Park. all saw you not make the turns, honey. We all saw that. 4K. We all saw that. But... NBC just, National Television. <laughs> it just looked like Rossi just... Something was wrong with his steering. Like, it just looks like he could not make... Like, physically could not make the corner. Or mentally. <laughs> or may, maybe he did. I know, mentally he couldn't make it. I'm just saying... No, I'm hyping it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> but... From what it looked like, Rossi just could not, just missed the corner. From what Potentially like. or not, that's what happened. <laughs> and, I'm sorry, I'm bad. But, I don't think Rossi had any malicious intent. Yeah. But then, the exact same thing happened with Devlin DeFrancesco. But how did, exactly, has it only car. happened to your teammates? That's right, crazy. that's that's what I'm a little like, huh, that's weird. Like, why is it only the Andretti that's cars that he's weird. like ramming into? <laughs> And then Colton had his own usual, you know, let me spit, let me take a turn in the grass. Or oh, no, Grosjean spun Herta. Grosjean spun Herta. Lord which have was mercy. After the 2016, that caution came out, which I want to rant about that actually. The caution came out. Everyone else pits except the 26 car. They still got a pit. So the 26 stays out and they still got a pit at some point. I don't know what they were thinking. The only car that didn't pit. And now they. Have to pit under green. So they, another caution came out, so they pit under yellow. And then he's working, you know, heard us overdriving, trying to get back to the field. He gets spun by Grosjean, like literally, like moments after the deal with Rossi. The Andretti cars are like magnets to each other. Yeah, it's kind of funny. But that, but yeah, Herda. I don't know. Brian Herda's a strategist for that car. Uh, he messed up like that. You can't do that. He literally cost them a potential Cause, win. Because, yeah, they were talking about honestly. code words and stuff. And I remember Townsend and, Bell... And Colton's... Yeah, and Colton was like, don't give me code words. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do, dude. Like, it's an urgent situation. What does situation. Omaha mean? Yeah. That was funny. Like, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. <sighs> That's unfortunate. Because he really... Again, you know, anytime her does in front... You, you need to make the most of it, especially with how season's yeah. been going, so... Before we knew Grosjean spun Herta, I was laughing. So I was like, oh, of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Andretti can't... Andretti's not eating. They're not eating. No. They're flopping. No one's eating over there. No. Lord have and mercy. We all know Rossi's leaving at the end of the season. That's confirmed. Kirkwood's coming in. And Kirkwood's coming in. I feel bad for Kirkwood because oh, he's going into a workplace that is very toxic right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, we can see it. Remember Grosjean? Grosjean, and he was mad at Rossi. Grosjean was giving that interview, and his PR was like, we have to go. Yeah, we, we have gotta to go. go. <laughs> she could not get yeah. him out of there fast enough. In that interview, Grosjean called Rossi an idiot. An absolute idiot is what he said. Yeah. Uh, and then... Apparently, a lot of those videos Andretti asked them to not keep those up, apparently. So, that's interesting. So, there's that's some drama there. Holy damage control. Yeah. Good luck. I don't know. Andretti, I, I do know. Fix that. And you do know. I do know. <laughs> it, I don't know. Michael Andretti was apparently very mad, which, of course. I would but he was saying. like, 
yelling at people. Where's Rossi? Where is he? I want to talk to him. I can so, see him in the garage right now. And then they had a team meeting and everything, and I'm sure that went well. I imagine Michael just screaming at all. I'm of sure them. everybody was very level-headed. Yeah. And can you believe this is the team that wants to go to Formula One? <laughs> Dude, like, F1 um, right now is looking at them, and then they're like, that's probably why they care so much about their image, too, and they don't want their team. That's probably why, because they don't want that. I didn't think about that. Yeah, they want to go to F1 so bad, they can barely keep their IndyCar drivers together. Yeah. The two that have actually been to F1, too. Yeah. Rossi and Grosjean have made F1 stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Y'all kill me. (laughs) Uh, The other thing I want to talk about is that caution that came out. and Well, it's Kyle Kirkwood. Kirkwood, he ended up hitting a tire barrier. It looked not like a horrible hit, but it was a bad hit. He, like, kind of kissed it. I didn't look. And he started getting out of his car. Caution wasn't out yet. Uh Uh-oh. And he was, like, getting out. Like, he was, like, like, your listeners can't see me, but I'm literally, like, halfway out of the seat. He was, like, raising out of the seat. Yeah, then he sat back down because the yellow, they're probably yelling at him, like, no, get back in your car, get back in your car. Because they didn't throw a green, because IndyCar was doing the stupid thing they do. Where oh, they try to let them let... cycle out? Yes, they were in the middle of a pit cycle. Okay, I get that, but I that's fine. It's fine. It, But it's dangerous at the same time, because he was unbuckled. Kirkwood was unbuckled. Oh, you can't out of just buckle car. back up. You can't just buckle back up. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And... Like, if there's a car... And he hit the wall. Like, he hit a tire barrier pretty good. Like, you can't... I just don't... We can't be messing with fire like that. And, you know, cautions coming out during pit cycles is a part of racing. It is a part of racing. You're right. I get and, trying to have it... But when it's not safe and you have to... Because what if... It's also not consistent then. Because what if... There are going to be accidents that happen during a pit cycle where you can't wait just for the caution. Right? Yeah. The car's on fire. You need to do something about it. You know? Right. Like, stuff like that. And I'm sure they would do a yellow for that. But, like, this, Kirkwood still hit a wall. Yeah. You know? Like, I get that he's fine. He's getting out of the car in his own power, but... It goes know, like... back to what I talked about with NASCAR throwing cautions at what race was it? Was it Nashville? Maybe. I don't know what race it was, but, um... Where the only thing that you should be thinking about when throwing a caution is... Right, because Chase Elliott won Nashville. The only thing you should be thinking about when throwing a caution is... Are the track conditions safe for green flag racing? Alright? Not who's in the lead. Not, oh, it's 11 o'clock on a Sunday or it's midnight on a Sunday. Not, Mm -hmm. this is the playoffs. Not, this is the F1 World Championship. Michael Massey. Um... Not no, because then it's you're not consistent. You're using too much human judgment. You're thinking too. Don't do that. I'm not yeah. a big fan of that kind of thinking with caution. You know, if they threw this yellow like right when the incident happened, Scott McLaughlin probably does not win this race because he had not pitted yet. But it, that's the race. and you know who probably would be in position to win is Joseph Newgarden. Because Newgarden was... This is why you're upset with the... <laughs> because Joseph would have been... He was the first one to pit like every single pit stop. And yeah. he probably would have been in position to probably win this race. He would have leaped up McLaughlin for sure. You know? Like that would have boosted him up a couple spots. Yeah. 
So it's just kind of like not throwing the caution also changed the outcome of this race. Yeah. And it's fair to them anyways because they... Well, I don't know. Never mind. Because... And because and because IndyCar does this, everyone poured to pit road except the 26 car. I've heard of. Yeah. Everyone else came down because they're like, okay, IndyCar is going to wait till everyone pits for the cycle to be over. They it's did like that. an unspoken thing, which can definitely cause confusion. Yeah. And they let it all cycle through, and then they threw the yellow. They probably were like, is the 26 going to pit? I guess not. Throw the yellow. Because Herta didn't pit, which was really weird. But, yeah. I just think it's a... It's, it's a, silly. A dangerous, it's dangerous It's a dangerous silly. precedent. Yeah. It's dangerous and silly. It's circus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um... um yeah. Otherwise, I really enjoyed the race. It was a um, decent race, yeah. There's some good yeah. side-by-side moments. Yeah. Um, good racing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, in fact, was it that race? No, I'm thinking about F1. We'll talk about F1 in a minute. But I am pre- I think I was hooting and hollering Sunday uh, for IndyCar. I'm pretty sure. I was, was cheering I? for Scotty. Um, I really liked it. Yeah. And Mid-Ohio was more, definitely not mid. It was a lot better than mid. So, good Ohio. Let's it, call it that. It's a decent track. It's a yeah, it's it's like got it. some moments where it feels like barber, low key. Yeah. The hills. Yeah. yeah. Um, alright. So So the championship with IndyCar, I just want to give a little update. Uh Marcus Erickson has a twenty point lead over power. Then Joseph's thirty four back, Polo thirty five back. Then you have a big gap because Pato is sixty five back, Dixon sixty seven, McLaughlin sixty nine back, very nice. And I've been telling Zach, I was telling him before we started recording, we have two Iowas and Gateway coming up. I said it last week, too. That is where Joseph is really going to make up the gap Yeah, Erickson. Right now, my championship kind of prediction percentage is like Erickson 40%, Joseph 40%, Power 20%. In terms of likelihood, that's my leaning towards Erickson. And don't count out Pelot. Pelot's only one behind Joseph. Because, like... I think Joseph can definitely make up. He can win. He can win Iowa, both yeah, Iowa. He can and win Gateway, both Iowas. But yeah. Erickson is crazy consistent. I know that he can minimize that damage done at those ovals. Yep. But I... the thing is, Erickson does have double points from Indy. If Joseph wins both Iowas, that equals he's got the double Indy points. 500. He's got That's... double points. I'm, I'm just saying. I know what you're so... saying. I get it, but. That also does require winning both Iowas. It's still winning two days or two races. Yeah, and it's something I'm not goes getting bad. my hopes up. I'm and just saying it's extremely likely. It's one weekend too, and it's like if something bad happens in that first race, yeah, can he get the momentum? I just Erickson's having a good season. He's having yeah. a really good season, and, and he, he's, Erickson. What are we gonna say? Him able to him being able to win the Indy 500 and in his like third or fourth try. Yeah. Like, he can win this championship. He's capable. I agree. And Erickson has been really good on the street courses. Next race is Toronto. Nashville course. Nashville's coming up. Yep. And so Erickson still has some big races, too, as does Joseph with yep. all the ovals. So yep. it's going to be interesting to follow. Yep. IndyCar's good, guys. You need to watch it. Good championship battle. The only good yes. championship battle. Um, <laughs> F1. Well, Not F1's far good. off there. I I don't even know what the F1 points look at, but we're not talking about F1 yet because we're talking about the T. 
um, all the kind of hey. random little tidbits of motorsports news and, well, tea, drama, because um, we love drama. Um, so, um, here's some tea. Um, speaking of July 4th, the Chicago Street Course is likely to be um, replacing Road America, right, on July 4th yep. weekend, July 4th weekend, per Jordan Bianchi, Bianchi on his podcast with Jeff Cluck. Um, yeah. It's a podcast called The Teardown. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to that and I was very surprised he just nonchalantly said that. Because from what it sounded like, from what I've heard, it's, hush, hush. Um, it's gonna happen yeah. on July fourth. Uh Road America will not be there. So Interesting. Interesting indeed. I did not expect the Chicago Street Course to be the July four race weekend. That's so that, weird to me. Yeah. Like I guess I'll believe it when I see it. But I mean, George Bianchi is a good source. I mean, I guess that. it's. I mean, it's a big event. So if it's a holiday weekend, people might want to travel to. I don't know. I guess it's kind of and, like the Bristol Dirt on Easter. It's like let's seize this opportunity. Yeah, and it'd I be agree. a big race for NBC, like right after Nashville. So it'd be a big race for yeah. NBC to promote. It would. Maybe NBC wants it on the fourth. I don't know. True, they probably do, and they can do fireworks near the pier or something. Mm-hmm. Actually, okay, no, I'm a fan now. That's actually kind of cute. That'd be cool if it was a night race. It probably wouldn't be. Yeah, that'd be there's really no cool. way. There's no way. That'd be way too much. Actually, no, because they want that 5 p.m. start time, Alex. Now they're going to put lights up. <laughs> now, if NBC... Listen, fun. Alex, if NBC yeah. says they want a night race, guess what's going to happen? They're going to be a night race. It's going to be a night race. If NBC yeah. says they want a night race. That'd be so cool. Uh, shout out to our friend Jackson. He's been asking for this for years. So. NBC will get what they want. We already know how that works. And I just want to say, before we move on, put Daytona back on July 4 weekend. Give Atlanta the race before the playoffs, the last race before the playoffs start. You're and spin. boom, everyone's happy. I, I'm happy. <laughs> like, Shoot, that's if what we want I a road course, do. make it the Daytona road course. <laughs> Yeah, like, why not? <laughs> I just think it's funny because every race that has replaced Daytona on July 4th, Indy stayed one year, Road America staying two years. I'm just saying. It's not Chicago meant to be. Chicago Street Course staying three? It's not meant to be. Not meant to be. Not meant to be. Daytona Let's sucks in August there. anyways. And then, next bit of tea. We kind of mentioned it earlier. Uh, we did not mention this last week. I totally forgot. Uh, Felix Rosenquist re-signed with McLaren. Uh, it is to be determined if it's with the IndyCar team or the Formula E team. Interesting. And it sounds like Felix wants to stay in IndyCar. Right. He's not He's not saying like, publicly which one he wants, but it sounds like he'd rather stay in IndyCar. Uh, Makes sense. Um, yeah. And I don't know. This is interesting. And we've heard reports that McLaren's approached Scott Dixon's people. They approach Alex Pillow's people, and that didn't go anywhere, it sounds like. Hmm. Uh, the other driver that is like in the rumor mill that McLaren wants to try getting before they re-sign Felix to IndyCar team is Renus VK. And Renus VK has told reporters he cannot start negotiating with other teams until August 1st. Weird. Yeah. Weird for that to be in a contract. Yeah. I've never heard of that being in a driver contract. And you can't even if you negotiate remember, until this date. The only thing that, similar to this was when Brad Keselowski 
it was like rumor he was going to be the owner of Roush. There was a date in his contract with Penske that he couldn't sign something else. Huh. That's but so I guess weird. VK says he can't talk to other teams until August 1st. I wonder if and... they do that to make it likely that they'll stay. Yeah. I don't know. That's so that weird. They might. But, and VK, he could say no, stay at Ed Carpenter. Ed Carpenter has publicly said he wants to keep VK. Right, like, I would too. I mean, I would too. VK at Ed Carpenter, in my opinion, is a driver ex- exceeding the car. I agree. It reminds me of Joseph, not to the same extent. Yeah, but uh, to a lesser extent. It's very Tyler Reddick at RCR. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's very that much vibe. Kirkwood yeah. at well, Kirkwood at Foyt's insanely to that yeah. point, but yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, yeah we'll I see. would want to keep it, him too. It sounds like if McLaren can get VK, Rosenquist will go to FE. If not, Rosenquist will stay at uh, AMSP. Mm. So we'll see what that happens. That sucks. That, that he's just like their second yeah. choice. Ah, yeah. Kind of sucks. They well, tried. That's but why so he's far... driving his butt off. That's why he's driving his butt off right now. Right, right. And he's done really good. The Indy 500, you know, every race. Yeah. He was doing really good in mid-Ohio, too, until he had issues. I mean, at least he has FE as a backup, but... Yeah. I don't know. Because I'm not... Again, what other team really wants him? Because, like, he's doing good work this season, but he's only still only got that one win at Road America 2020. I... I was thinking he could replace Kirkwood at Foyt. Who wants that, to drive that? Uh, who wants to go to Foyt? I, I would pro- rather go to Formula E. Yeah, I agree. Just, it's more fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Um, so, speaking of Formula, um, and we're, we're going to talk about the F1 race in a minute, but this is some tea. didn't have anything to really do with the race. Um, so, apparently there is an environmental group, um, environmentalists, um, and, you know, I'm pro, you know, save the earth. But they decided mm-hmm. the best time to protest was during the British Grand Prix. Right at the start, too. And apparently they, like, a bunch of activists lined up on track. An active track with cars on it. I don't know if they were planning to do that as the race was green. I'm not really sure if they came out when the red flag came out. Yeah, but I saw I saw one video where Max Verstappen or a Red Bull literally went by them. Yeah, the cars were coming by and they were like just standing there, and then they sat down when they all drove by. Like, so it was I, like right after the red came out, I'm they a little conflicted on this. But F1, to be honest, F1 has done a lot in terms of reducing their carbon um, mm-hmm. output. Right, or their carbon footprint. They have done a lot. They, not, like, the fact that the cars are hybrid, they've made conscious efforts. Um, I'm trying to find examples, because, but they're a really good sport in terms of, like, they are trying to reduce the cost cap, so the teams aren't spending as much resources. Like, they're very smart, um, and they have a goal. There's a year they have a goal to, like, have, I don't know. You know what, I I don't have any specific examples, but it's just like, my point is, I feel like Formula One's not really the series to really hit hard. Maybe it's just because it's like, it's It's a big event. It's a big event in that country, because F1's a big deal in Britain. 
Yeah. So and now it's like a global. That's like thing, their Daytona so. 500. Yeah. Um, I. So I know yeah, this thing. It just seems like it's more dangerous than it is protesting. I don't think they understood the risk that they put themselves in. And other people too. Yeah, I don't think they understood how fast these cars were going. I don't think they understood what they were getting into. Like if that incident didn't happen on the first lap i don't this could have been awful this could have been so bad and like maybe that was their goal like i don't that's insane yeah. so i i have a so sorry um f1 yeah. in 2030 wants to be net zero carbon footprint yeah and that 2025 namely that all of its events would be sustainable with single-use plastics eliminated and all raced reused recycle or composted so yeah. like F1, in addition to other things, they are very aware of their kind of impact. Just because that they're a car racing series, I feel like it's a little unfair to target them when mm -hmm. other sports like football, American or otherwise, still, they have these big stadiums and stuff mm -hmm. using all this energy. And they have how many people coming to the stadium in cars that burn gasoline? Like, right. You know, like I, I'm all for protesting. I mean, do it smart. Change. We need to definitely do something about that. Yeah. But you can't just go sit on a hot racetrack. That, that's I don't know. That's it's dangerous the to, to the drivers. Danger because the drivers are trying to do their job. Dangerous mm -hmm. to the marshals who have to be responsible for that. If something were to happen, all the fans that were in attendance would have to live with that. All the the drivers. Like it's this is not just worth awful yeah. all around. All, it's the not idea. worth it. Yeah. It's I don't have really much else to say about it. it. I'm just I can't imagine the thought for I feel like it's just very uninformed of what they were getting themselves into. I there's no way that they knew what the risk they were putting themselves in. Yeah. And like I I know the attention they'll say it leaves an impact. I I don't know, cause again, I, I'm already I'm already aware of like the environmentalism. Yeah, like the protest doesn't really do much to me. Yeah. Maybe other people, I don't know, but I really do. I don't. Again, F one's not the place. Yeah, it's not the place. It's, it's too really, dangerous. It's too dangerous. Too dangerous. Or do it a different way. Do it like on the grid before the race. Yeah, like that if they can break helpful. into the track. Yeah. Do that stuff on the grid. You can make a scene on the grid and get arrested, whatever. But don't put your life at risk, man. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. Like, they could have done it during, like, the national anthem. Yeah. Like, disrespectful, make... whatever. At least you're not going to die. Like. <laughs> right. Right. All right. And that'd be, like, a big interruption, too. Yes. Done it then. That would have yeah. gotten attention. Yeah. Oh. That would have achieved their goal. Just, yeah. whatever. All right. Um, so, um, Foreman Lawn's on one spectrum of motorsports. SRX is at the other spectrum. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's hop on over there. Um, where are they? They were at Stafford. Stafford. They raced there last year. It's the first repeat track. Cool. Um, so, Ryan Newman got his, um, he won the third race of the year there. Um, cool. Yeah. yeah. Good for uh, him! I will say. Good yeah, for him. good for him. I... Hope CBS does not put Willie T. Ribs in the booth again. Oh, he was in the booth? That was terrible. It was just him and Alan? 
Yes. Oh Lord, have because mercy. Because Connor Daly was in IndyCar. Right. So, please, for the love of God, do not put him in the booth again. They need. Da- what's Danica doing? <laughs> yeah, where's Danica? It, CBS lost James Hinchcliffe, and now they're just lost. They don't know what to do. They're lost. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't have much to say about the race. That's why it's just in the T. Like Ryan Newman won. And what they don't have Brad it. Doherty anymore either, because he's nope. Dang, NBC stole. Dang, NBC stole everybody. They must have had a nice yeah. check. Um, <laughs> yeah, darn. SRX was fun. Newman won. It's it somebody. It was cool. And Dale d- Newman was Newman was pretty emotional, by the way, because his kids got to see him win a race. They were like really young, and after Aww. the whole incident in Daytona, uh, it was really cool awesome. to see that. That's awesome. Yeah, I was really, I was pretty happy. For him. Yeah. That's good. And then our last bit of tea here. Two things relating to junior motorsports. First, let's talk about the big T here, and then we're going to talk about something else. Uh, junior motorsports is interested in going to the Cup Series. But we've been to that. But they actually seem like very interested. Now. Oh, they're very interested. Okay. Okay. Like, sure. Very, very, very interested. They're very interested. And it sounds like as if the only thing holding them back is a charter. Which, of course, they've been said that though. But this is like the first time they're like, "Who reported this?" Adam, Adam Stern, Dale Jr. himself on his podcast. Oh, okay. You s- then, source um me, <laughs> yeah, me breaking news. Me, the owner of the team. <laughs> but yeah, then Kelly Earnhardt uh, went on there and started saying, "Yeah, we we really want to." And it just depends on charters. Okay, but like... Way, way too much money. They've been yeah. said this. I'm gonna be real. They've been said I, this. This is the most they've said anything, though. Nah, but they've been said no, this. No, Zach, they've said like, okay, yeah, we'd like to, sure. But now they're like, oh yeah, we really I feel like it's because this. they've talked about charters before. That's probably why I'm just like, girl, they've been... Because t- Dale, Dale's been about, you know, like the charters Basically, make it so hard. Basically, it's... Basically, it sounds like they want to be in Cup within the next five years. Five years? Because they said more than likely not next year. They think Noah Gregson's the best thing ever. They really think he's the next, like, okay, Jimmy. Let, they think he's let's the next talk, Jeff Gordon. Let's talk about Noah Gregson. They think Noah Gregson's the next Kyle Busch. I'm so sick of it. He literally is so... I don't like him. Let's give context. Noah Gregson... Uh, dumped Sage Karam and on ten other straightaway <laughs> at Road America and it collected like half the field. Uh, Gregson just de- deliberately dumped him and it just caused a big pile. Dangerous spot to wreck someone. Was it late in the America. race? I think so. I didn't watch the Xfinity I race. I just saw clips. But uh, we've talked a lot about Gregson on here. Uh, listen to our episode with uh, Cassie Bambro. That's uh, We talked a lot about Noah Gregson in that one specifically. Um, no, Noah Gregson cannot keep. Uh, you cannot jump a bunch of steps like. You can't just jump a bunch of steps like that and just flat out turn Damn. the guy. Did you watch Sage Karam's interview? I did not about all this, because he was just like, they were like, "Oh, are you going to talk to Noah?" And he's like, "What is there to talk about? People have talked to him before. He hasn't changed. He's not going to change. He's not going to Sage- change." Sage Karen pretty much went off. I feel like Noah Gregson's the type, if you talk to him, he's just going to fight you. Yeah. I mean, we've seen that. He's gotten fights with Harrison. He's gotten a fight with Daniel Hemrick. Um, 
I don't know. This he's a twat. If you, if you want to move someone out of the way for like payback or whatever, do it in a spot that's not going to wreck everyone else. Take one step up, up it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, turning him around like that in the middle of a straightaway—that's ridiculous. And then you collect like twenty other cars, and then Brandon Brown got like winded like he hit the wall pretty hard and Myatt Snyder came running to go check on him I saw that in that clip too like this yeah. could have this was a nasty incident I think Jeb Burton's car yes. even a Jeb Burton someone someone's car like got up in the air kind of like it was just crazy so yeah and Tommy Joe Martins who's a team owner and a I believe a part-time driver I'm not sure if he was driving he might have been I think he was but um anyways Tommy Joe tweeted, mm -hmm. absolutely on purpose, at Ernard Kelly, at Dale Jr. I'm sure you're embarrassed to even be associated with that. Hard racing and bumping a guy back, I get, but that kind of stuff can hurt someone. It almost did. Um, it's too much. Mm -hmm. I, the drivers are fed up with Noah's behavior. I've never really liked Noah's behavior. I still don't. I don't think I ever will if he keeps acting like this. Kelly Earnhardt replies to Tommy, I'm not embarrassed. I understand you are upset, rightfully so. Our team will sort out what we need to do with Noah and move on. Cap. That's cap. You're not going to do anything. You've, you've, you should have had so many conversations with him about on-track and off-track stuff, and I know you haven't. So like, And they still haven't. Because... No. Or well, it's not working. Well, if they have, nothing's changed, really. Like, control your driver, sweetheart. Um, yeah. Because that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I was trying to find who tweeted it, but some reporter said that it's possible NASCAR could give a penalty of some kind to Gregson. He sh they should, but they're I, I can't too... find who it was. It wasn't Bob. I looked to Bob first, but <laughs> uh, I don't know. Something's got to... I don't know. This is getting out of hand. And then he's probably going to be in Cup if, like, if it is Junior Motorsports in a few years. That's exactly. See, they want to go to Cup because they think ride. it's yeah. like they think Noah Gregson's the best driver ever. Like they're so like committed to yeah. him, and I'm just, I don't even think he's all that. I really don't. It's he the same kind of thing cars. with Ty Gibbs, which, by the way, Ty Gibbs passed Kyle Larson cleanly to win the Xfinity race. Must have been feeling so. sick. Sorry, I'm just kidding. Nah, good on him, good on him. He's good at road yeah. He's a good... Ty Gibbs... See, Ty Gibbs really good. is actually good. He's actually an incredible race car driver. Mm -hmm. I don't think Noah Gregson's that good to be... Ty Gibbs can at least drive like that because he's actually really insanely good. Noah Gregson's not even that good to be driving like that. Yeah. Ty Gibbs can back it up with performance. And the thing that we've mentioned before is that Gregson is driving the car... That Chase Elliott won the Xfinity Championship with. Tyler Reddick, William Byron. That Tyler Reddick, William Byron. And Gregson has not done that yet. Like, he gets wins, but... Yeah. He doesn't so. really dominate that much. And a lot of opportunities yeah. and a lot of race wins he has thrown away. Yeah. So I'm just saying. Yeah. I just... I'm not a fan. I will never be a fan. Probably. Can't change my opinion on that. I don't like. I don't like him. Yeah. Like, I flat out don't like him. I, I just don't. But y'all already knew that. So. <laughs> like, I kind of... Really? I, I, I don't even no know if I can that. say I respect him as a driver. Because, like, Max Verstappen, I don't like him. 
But I respect, respe- I respect him as a racing driver. He's very talented, very good. I don't like how he races Lewis. I didn't like how he raced Lewis at some points last year, but it wasn't that ridiculous mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. Noah, I just don't have any respect for, and the drivers don't either. The drivers yeah. don't either. So Yeah, go listen to Sage Karam's interview and oh, yeah. chance everyone because it's pretty, pretty damning, to say the least. Yeah. It's unfortunate. All right. Well, that's all the tea we got. Um, hope it was good this week. Um, yeah. We'll have more next week. And before we get into Formula One and NASCAR, we're a bit. All right. Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. Um, so Formula One, as we mentioned, was the British Grand Prix um, this past weekend. Um, honestly, it was the race of the weekend. Yeah. It no, was not even close. Insanely good. That was good. That, that was a NASCAR race, but not derogatory. It was very a good. Way. It was very aggressive. It was very scrappy. It was a good race. Um, we had a first-time winner with Carlos Sainz finally getting his first Formula One win. He um, tried throwing it away at least four times, at but least he still managed times. to win it. And honestly, he kind of got handed it to him because. Ferrari gave him the better strategy. It's what did someone say? Someone said only Ferrari could win a race and still feel like they they effed it up. <laughs> like that was so accurate because they a caution or safety car came out kind of late. What well, Leclerc and Sainz were in control of the race. Hamilton was third. He was kind of coming. Um, and really at some point we thought. We thought Hamilton was going to win that race. Um, that would have been crazy. I was really hoping. Oh my god, imagine him finally returning to victory lane at Silverstone. That would have been... Because well, mm. it sucks. Um, And you're probably wondering, what happened to Max Verstappen? He had engine issue. Oh, no. No, he had a tire go down. Yeah, he, he had a puncture first. And, and then, then he got he damaged on the floor. That yep. hit the... Yeah, like, the floor had damage. So he was just not as fast. Yep. Which was still fast enough for P7, by the way. Yeah. But he was um, not in contention yeah. for the win after that. And he was leading. He was definitely going to win that race. I mean, he's oh, he's, yeah. he's having a... Va- he's going to win the championship. Yeah. He's going to win the championship. Unless... Like, Ferrari is way too messy to... They're, too, they're not going to be consistent. I mean, look, Charles just got fourth. Um, yeah. After... And Charles could have won this race, but Ferrari screwed him up. They did. Like... Ferrari should have flipped the strategies. They should have had signs be on the old tires at the end, and Charles be the one on the better ones. They put if, Charles on the old tires if they wanted like to win the championship. Yeah, because yeah. who pitted? It was or who didn't pit? Charles didn't pit, and someone else. Charles didn't pit. did not pit. Who else didn't pit? Didn't someone else not pit, or was it just him? I, I think it was just Charles, right? Did Lewis stay out? No, Lewis pitted. No, Lewis pitted. I think everyone pitted, but Charles. But. Hmm. I must be. Yeah, I think they should have flipped that because if you want to win the championship, you need to have Leclerc be the one going for it. I don't. I did not understand their thought there. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about that battle we had for second. Like, that was crazy toward the end of the race. Mm-hmm. Like, this, that made it, like, an instant classic for me. Right. 
because you had your signs was gone. Charles was holding up everyone on the old tires. Uh, Hamilton and Perez were battling, trying to get around him. And at one point, Hamilton passed both Perez and Leclerc. That was crazy. The whole and you could they like boosted the volume of the crowd. It was so cool. And you know it, he lost those spots right back. It was like four or I, almost five. Mm-hmm. Five cars under a blanket, as Mike Joy would say. Like it because was uh, Norris and Alonso were closing in on him too. Like because they were battling so much. Crazy. I mean, yeah. it was insane. Because yeah, what it was, it was what Perez and Leclerc, and then Lewis mm-hmm. kind of took advantage of both. Yeah, and then he got passed by both of them again. Again, he choked corner. that. He choked that corner. Perez was getting a little spicy. Yeah, really, Charles and Perez were getting spicy. I remember. Mm-hmm. They are getting really spicy because they kept like getting off the track a little bit, making contact. Yeah, Perez. That, yeah, Perez has been really aggressive this season. He's had a lot of incidents. He where he's just like really fighting, and he does. Yeah, I, can, I think he's clean and consistent enough to be able to do that. Plus, he needs mm-hmm. to really, he needs to kind of stand up for himself in terms of just, you know, yeah. he's the second Red Bull driver, but he needs to make it less of a gap. Between him and Max, physically. That's why I really think... That's part of why I think Perez is the perfect second driver. He is. He's clean. He does exactly what he needs to do. But personally, he probably wants a little bit more. Which I would too. The perfect Red Bull driver is not going to be a happy... The happiest Red Bull driver. You know? Yeah. Unfortunately for them. But that's just... That's just Max Verstappenism. Yeah. (laughs) But... Yeah, Carlos Sainz won the race. I was really impressed with him on the final restart there. Because I thought he was going to bend it. Because he just had so many bad I mean, he was under a lot of pressure there. For him to, like, have Mm -hmm. the first, you know, win kind of on his back. Like, you know, you need to get your first win. And then all of that. He pulled it off very well. Um, He had his first pull this weekend, too, right? Did he? He did. He did get the pole. I forgot about that. And then he yeah. flopped on the start. Oh, we have yeah. to talk about that. We have to talk about that red flag too, but we'll get to that in a minute. But um Yeah, we will. Yeah. Um Well, do we have anything else to say about the race? I'm still trying to see who did not pit. It was Charles I, and somebody else, I swear. I think it was just Charles. Um <laughs> No. Because Charles was out on his own, then it was Perez, Lewis, and Sainz. I guess. There's no one else up there. That don't sound right. So, pretty sure it is. That really don't sound right, though. Whatever. It probably is. Uh, So let's talk about that lap one incident. Mm-hmm. We talked about the other lap one incident during the T. Uh, this was a scary incident. Uh, lap one, uh, Zhou Guan Yu ended up upside down, sliding toward the catch fence, and ended up Flipping in between the tire barrier and the catch fence. Yeah. And very scary. Russell was kind of the initiator. uh, What's it called? He kind of initiated the crash, I believe, because he kind of moved too much in his lane. I think. Yeah. It was on the start. It was Gasly and Russell. I forget who the other person might have been in that. I guess guess Joe. But how did he even flip? Didn't Is it because he touched the gravel? And his car just... I'd have to watch a replay again, but... I gotta watch a replay again, too. Regardless, when he got upside down, that halo is really what saved him from, like, severe in- injury or worse. 
Tiffy it was really scary because when they the initial like film of it, you could just see a car flying upside down. Yeah, the Russell wall. like closed yeah. the door. But yeah, no, the live footage we just saw his car across the screen in the back upside down slide across. It looked so mm -hmm. bad. His car flipped. It's kind of like those NASCAR crashes at Talladega where it's not that they catch air, but mm. the impact on the side of the car just flips it over. It, mm. He flipped over as soon as he got hit, which and, is so weird. And Alex Albon was in the hospital, apparently. He's fine, or at least like he's going to be okay for the next race. But I guess after this, he was in the hospital. And Joe Guan Yu was like, cleared and everything at the track, so... Halo is really good. I don't understand how anyone could be against it or the arrow screen at this point. Because this has happened how many times now since both have been implemented? Wow. Yeah, this crash is so gnarly. It was so... F1 has a lot of moments like this just because of the nature mm -hmm. of the cars. Yeah, Albon, I'm not sure... What, what else did Albon hit? Oh, he was a... Oh, I'm looking at Gasly. Okay, that... Albon got turned into the inside wall because okay. the car... So, really, Gasly, Russell, and Guan Yu were the initial incident, and mm -hmm. then I guess the ones behind them were trying to avoid, and then Albon got turned into the inside wall. Mm. That's what happened. Okay. Yeah, but that it was, was like, early. It was pretty tense, too, because uh, Sky wasn't showing, like, replays or anything. <sighs> Which, and, like, fair uh, enough. Yeah, fair enough. And, you know, us, we're used to NASCAR, where they'll show it about 50 times. And they like weren't showing them trying to extract him either. Yeah, they didn't That's show the anything. It made... And it, yeah. It, made it was think the very tense. It was kind of nerve-wracking. Uh, we saw George Russell get out of his car and sprint over there, uh, just making sure he was okay. Yeah. And he was. Uh, it just took a while to get him out of that spot. It was really awkward. Yeah end of that crash mm -hmm. but and apparently and, george him getting out mm -hmm. of his car made him he had to dnf yeah because i guess he you get out of the car and if you need assistance to get back to the garage you cannot continue to race i think they should have made an exception because that's just human nature going to mm. check on if another driver's okay i like like rules. come on I, I think for follower. this, they should have made an exception for it, because he's just going to see if he's okay. Like, yeah, that... I, I'd like, be okay if with If this either. happened in... I think if this happened in NASCAR, because they have the same rule now, uh, they've had it for a couple of years now, where you're not allowed to get out of your car until the safety people are there. Um, well... I think, I think NASCAR would have made an exception, too. So, like, just... We know NASCAR more. I think they would have done this main exception. But at the same time, what's George doing anyways? He's just, not a medical professional. I mean, he got there before the medical people did. Well, no sh <laughs> shit. <laughs> he was sprinting. I mean, okay, but like... <laughs> but what? The, he's not like... It kind of goes back to, like, when Austin Dillon crashed and the whole mm -hmm. pit crew rushed over there. It's like, you know... I get what you're saying. Like, what's he going to do? They're not trained. Also, like, they're not trained to, to handle that. Yeah. But I understand... No, I, I, I understand that. It's a gray I, area. Because, yes, you want people to get there and help him. And, like, you know, if he needs to be pull out, pulled out of... But they're not... I don't know. They're not trained. 
I'm just saying. George, stay in your car. I, Do your job. I think... Mercedes is not paying you. Mercedes is not I, paying you to help Joe go on you. I'm just saying. But I didn't know if he was okay, though. I know. Like, I think that's... I'd want to know, too. Like... He definitely exactly. wasn't thinking. He no. He he wasn't thinking about his race in the moment. I get that. If I saw you in that situation, honey, I'd we're get not my formula one drivers. Yeah, we're see, not... <laughs> I get, get my ass out of my car and go sprint down there for. Okay, you. but honey, so Mercedes is paying you to win <laughs> to win races. I'm just saying. Your life is more important than me. I than know. Money. I get it. So... I get it. No, I get it. Anyway. I know he wasn't thinking. I just yeah. think at the end of I'm the day, saying... George didn't need to do that. Even if he was hurt, saying. what is George supposed to do? It's like... <laughs> I feel like an asshole saying that. I just... No, I totally get your perspective. It's just yeah. like you want And I get your perspective, to too. Because you're right. I mean, yeah. he wasn't thinking about his race at all. Yeah. But... And I think that's a trait of a good person. Running yeah, oh, he's a very good person. But, like, should he get out of the way of the professionals? In hindsight, yeah. yeah. In hindsight, he probably shouldn't have done that. He didn't All need I'm to. saying is yeah. that I do the same thing George did. Yeah, it's a know? it's a human thing. That's just yeah, it is what it is. I don't know. It's not too big of a deal. I was just <laughs> that's that was Zach, my opinion. My opinion was he didn't need to get out of the car. So would you get out of the car if you saw me in that situation? Probably, probably. I don't know. I would for you. I just said I would. Well, if I just wrecked, it depends how bad my wreck was. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Honestly, Alex, I probably wouldn't even see you. Wow. No, you wow. know how ditzy I am. I probably would be like, who's Fair that? Point. Fair point. Oh, you Alex, wouldn't even know. Alex's teammate must have wrecked. Oh, yeah, shoot. Too... That's a rainbow on the helmet. Wait a minute. <laughs> I gotta get over there. <laughs> That's a rainbow on the helmet. His teammate's not Lewis. So... <laughs> oh, my God. We're funny. Okay. I'm I'm glad a uh, joke on you and Alex Albon are okay. That's yeah. what matters most from the situation. You know what else I'm um, glad? Hmm. That Verstappen had issues. Period. <laughs> Great race. That was a good race. And let's talk about anything else on F1 before we move on. I don't think so. Um, it okay. was again the racing. Those last like twelve laps, mm-hmm. NASCAR level stuff. I almost wish Science had a problem so that that battle for second was for the win. I know that would have been cool. And who even I got mean, second? Did Perez get second? Yeah, he did. Perez and Lewis. Lewis got a podium, I believe. Yep. And Charles got fourth. Charles has been finishing fourth a lot. He has. My boy need to get points. So Anyways. let's talk about NASCAR at Road America, possibly for the last time. Uh, Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick finally got his first career cup win. This was pretty cool. He got the he held off arguably the best driver on Chase Elliott, and it was close at moments. He was closing in. Mm-hmm. NBC and oh, let's talk good about NBC again, Alex. They do such a good job hyping up what they is do. nothing was happening. We watched Reddick and Chase Elliott just follow each other, right? But they mm-hmm. made it such an engaging battle because they talk they about did. what's going through their minds what tyler reddick needs to do what chase elliott needs to do what tyler reddick as someone they're building up the drama of he's never won a race before he's he's lost very close ones before talking about how he needs to not make a mistake his crew chief's telling him not to even look in the mirror yep that was so engaging and nothing even happened okay 
So take it was notes. So entertaining. Y'all NBC all need really to take notes. Again. Fox needs to take notes. You people on Twitter need to take notes in terms of what a good race is and what a good broadcast is. Yep. That's all I got to say. Fact, and, that might be my Slay of the Week. Ooh. I think that's my Slay of the Week. NBC Sports. Again. Nice. Again. They're <laughs> my Slay of the Week. Weeps. But we'll get to that in a minute. I, I want to say that when NBC was ready, because they had cameras on Austin Dillon, his teammate, and Austin Dillon started having an issue... And then NBC's like, oh my gosh, it's his teammate. And he pulled off the track. Austin Dillon was trying I, to get off that track so quick. <laughs> I bet Richard Childress himself was on there saying, get off the damn track. Get off no, yeah, the damn track. I know he, yep. get off the damn track, son. I'm not, I'm not losing another race. I'm not losing this race, son. That's crazy. Yeah. It, I'm happy for Tyler Reddick. This Me has too. been a long time he coming. It. And it's it, a well-earned win. Held off Chase yep. Elliott at a road course. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He this, was running up front all day. Qualified good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of when Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson finally got their first wins. It took them a while. It, it is also very, reminds me of yeah. Casey Kane. When yep. Casey Kane took a while to get his first win. Well-earned first yep. wins. It does remind me of Chase Elliott actually at Watkins Glen. Actually, yeah. it does. 2018, when he had to hold mm-hmm. off Truex, very mm-hmm. much so. His Truex was kind of the best road course racer at the time. That's cool. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. cool. And really, a- we don't think of Reddick as a good road course racer. No. He's a dirt track really, guy. He's a dirt I track I think you know? of him as like a pick for fantasy even. Yeah. I didn't even consider Reddick for a road And I picked though. him how many times? Yeah, you've picked him, I think, three times or so. <laughs> And he finally wins when I don't even think about picking him. That's so crazy. Yeah. And, you know, Zach, I know you're not a big fan of the playoffs, but NBC is. There are only three spots that remain in the playoffs. And your boy Blaney is sweating. Blaney is the first one in on points, like plus 100 something. Yes. But if people keep winning like this, he's if gonna three be people in win and he's not the points leader, he's out. Because y'all need to remember, the points leader gets in. Yeah. No matter what. The points leader gets in no matter what. I really hope NBC starts playing the hell out of the regular season championship. Oh, yeah. Because that is huge for Blaney if he doesn't get a win. Oh, yeah. Huge for Blaney. And Denny Hamlin, because Denny Hamlin's the points leader? No. No. Hamlin's not him. Hamlin's like 30th in points. No, 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 no. What? Chase Elliott Chase is Elliott. the points leader. I was thinking of somebody close in number. That's why I was thinking, okay. <laughs> now, Hamlin's like 27. Hamlin is like barely he in the top the 30. He's... <laughs> oh my god. Why did I say him? I'm thinking of last year. That's why. It's last year. Anyways. Hamlin led all last year. Nah, Chase Elliott's the points leader. Chase Elliott would love no more than have Ryan Blaney not make it. That'd be big, because Blaney's always up at the front every oh, yeah. week. You'd rather have some... What What Joe Schmo has won a race this year? Like, Austin Cindric, low-key? Um, yeah. Oop. Oh. T? Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, have them make the playoffs, not Ryan Blaney. Yeah. Cause I mean, Cindric's already in the playoffs. We bent so. for now. But who's low in points? Hamlin is, isn't well, Hamlin. He's got two it's probably Hamlin. Well, he's got oh, two yeah, wins. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Let me look at the it juice might, That'd be a good thing to look at. It might be Cindric, but yeah, because it'll go first one in is a 
regular season champion. Yeah. And then it's multi-winners. Goes like three wins, two wins, then down to one, then it goes to points. Right now it's Suarez. Suarez, Briscoe, and Kurt Bush are the bottom three in terms of one wins. Okay. And, Cendric's um, ahead of them. Interesting. Cendric's right ahead of them. So they're wow. all... and. Okay. Kurt Bush and Suarez are separated by four points with Briscoe in between them. I don't think it'll come to that, but, but that is something for them to yeah. definitely like keep an eye on. We have eight races left until the playoffs start. We have Atlanta, we have Daytona, we have Watkins Glen, Okano, Indianapolis Road Course, which that was awful last year in terms of just you know. Yeah. So well, last year Briscoe almost won that race, and then yeah. AJ Allmendinger won. I'm just saying a second one would be nice for any of these guys. We have Michigan, too. And look at the guys. Who's Kevin Harvick is not in the playoffs right now, I believe. I need the chase grid. Where's the chase grid? And, you know, uh, New Hampshire last year, Eric Almarola won that race very randomly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Harvick could get a win. He ran really good at Nashville. Harvick right now is 20 points behind Christopher Bell, which is the current cutoff. And if we get another winner, Truex will be on the cutoff without a win. That's crazy. Truex. Kevin Harvick is out of the playoffs. He's 11th in points and he's out of the playoffs. That's insane. That's crazy. Wow. This is going to get entertaining. I really hope Blaney fights for that regular season championship because that is really good drama. Bubba, what if Bubba wins? He's Bubba had speed. could win. Bubba could win this weekend. Bubba could win Daytona. He did. He won't and you know what? Because the twenty three, <laughs> the, the pit crew is awful, and Hamlin, by the way, is not. Demi Hamlin should not run a team. He's so Hamlin he does not care. Like, Hamlin was saying Bubba shouldn't say mean stuff about his pit crew. Which okay, I think he should have nonsense. an actual pit crew. Uh, like, sorry, but but anyway. Uh, Bubba Wallace could win a race. Pit crew might not love that. But again, Bubba's run really good at the intermediate. Bristol Dirt was so. his only chance. <laughs> Where he didn't have the pit stops. <laughs> God, anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's funny. Um, yeah. We, we get three winners. Like, Almarola won last True, year. I mean, like, let's talk about people that could easily win a race, okay? Truex Harvick. All right. Christopher Bell has got Blaney. talent. Blaney, Austin Dillon knows how to win random races. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's Brad Keselowski could win Atlanta or Brad Daytona. Keselowski could win Daytona. Bestie is Ooh. um thirtieth in points though, so he needs to watch it. Matt Corey Lejoy ain't gonna make catch it him. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um. So Harrison Burton could randomly win Daytona. It could Atlanta. easily happen. Yeah. And I think if any year it's going to happen, it's going to be this year with the new next-gen car and the parody. This is, I think, the only year where it can happen. I agree. And you know what? The playoffs this year are going to be nuts because we do not have a clear favorite at all. Yes. Because like, right I would now, say Chastain's the favorite, but he's not like dominating yeah. like we've seen in years So the past. number one seed right now is Chase Elliott. And he only has That's two so wins. Weird. So he only has 28 playoff points right now. Yeah, NBC showed a graphic, I think, last week. It's like, this is like the least amount of playoff points Yeah, uh, that's the top seed has right now. So, yeah, there's no clear favor, which is pretty entertaining. I mean, even for... If we if we were doing a full-season championship right now, it'd be Elliot with, like... It's Elliot, Blaney, and Chastain. Larson's yeah. kind of far back with 71 points back, but that'd mm. be the ch- 
the championship battle, which yeah. honestly isn't that bad. Um, but yeah, the playoffs right now, they're, it's going to be interesting to see how they develop. I think the rounds could get really close. We could see some big names miss out. On oh, the yeah, because this season's been parody. Like, there has been no yeah. one, no single person dominating. Closest we've had is probably Chastain. Really? Who's always top five. Yes. But again, I wouldn't say he's like he's the not solid even that favorite either. Consistent right now. Yeah. Like Chase Elliott might be the favorite, I guess, but he like, but he hasn't been dominating. He hasn't dominated. He's won races just, just kind of by accident, not by accident, but like yeah, you know. I mean, I guess he almost got another win. He almost did win again. He almost did win again. He's got Chase Elliott might be the one that we got to talk about in terms of just going on a tear. Yeah. He might just be going on a tear right now, so. And Blaney is having a very similar season to what Logano had in 2018. Yeah. Where he's not really winning, but he's there. So, mm. I don't know. These, this, these playoffs might be really interesting this year. It is going to get kind of interesting. Genuinely. Because yeah. no one is really a solid favorite that everyone's like, oh my god, why isn't this person the champion? You know? That might make it a lot more compelling yeah. this year. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, I don't have much to say about Road America. We talked about earlier this might be the last race there. How um, do you feel about that? Because, um, you know, I think Road America is an awesome road course, especially for NASCAR. So, I like I it on was, the cup schedule. But... I was someone who really wanted it for years. Uh, thankfully, they had no cautions outside of the stages. Yeah. So they weren't, like, they fit in the caution TV forever. Yeah, they actually fit in TV window for once. For, like, the second time this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and, for real. <laughs> yeah, for real. And I don't know. Like, if it if a road course has to go... I mean, Chicago's not far from Road America. I get why they would I'd do that. I'd get rid that. of Indie Road Course, but in terms of the actual track, yeah, I'd kind of get rid of Road America. Yeah. Like, if you're going to drop a road course, you, you they got to stay at Indianapolis. But I don't think we have to, though. I think all y'all talking about, we had too many road courses. Get over yourself. We have six. Yeah. We have six of 36, honey. Yeah. We have six super speedways, so calm down. Yeah, that, that's true. It's, if it's the same number of super We should speedways, have more road courses than super speedways. I, honestly, if I ran NASCAR, 12 short tracks, 12 speedways... 10 road courses? 12 road courses? Ooh. I'd have a lot of... I mean, I'd have 10 road courses. Yeah. I'm just saying. And, you know, NASCAR, we've talked about this too. They race on ovals. They race on short tracks. They race on road courses. They race on dirt. Streets, maybe. Uh, and now, if they, they race on the course, streets! <laughs> if they race on the street course, they'll race on every kind of form. So I think... Really, yeah. Ice? I think it'd be. I think it'd be nice. Yeah, There's let's have one an ice person race. on Twitter. Um, you should do ice racing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's. Do... <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Be interesting to follow. See what happens there. Uh, NASCAR said the schedule. They wanted to come out by August. So. Well, if you want it to come out by August, make it come out at August. Who's? What do you mean, bro? Just make it come out. I know. I know. There's stuff involved. I just. Yeah, yeah. I want it to come out August, bro. You are NASCAR. Does it? <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh. Uh, anything so else on NASCAR? Um. No. Solid right. race. 
I a lot of people thought it was boring, which of course y'all did. Um, I mean, I didn't really pay attention to stage one, but I never do. Okay, it was okay. Yeah, they need to get rid of stages on road courses. Yeah. It really just kills any strategy. So, mm-hmm. uh, slay and flop of the week. Zach, you already said your slay. Would you like to reinforce that? Yeah, NASCAR on NBC. Um, they are they slayed with their broadcast again. Um, just I also shout they, out to their little driver intros for the grid, like Kyle yeah, Larson. I love those. Um, Elk, where the fuck is he from? Elk Grove, California. Elk Grove, California. Driver of the number five. I just think that's cute. It's really I, Harrison. Cute. I need you to qualify in the top ten, bestie. <laughs> qualify in Please. the top ten. Please, I will probably scream. <laughs> and other slay of the week, Devlin DeFrancesco was the cleanest and ready car. <laughs> Bestie had the, the first race of his ever. life. Race of his life. He got smacked around, but it wasn't by himself this yeah. time. Congratulations, Devlin. You finished got slay 17. Of the week this time. <laughs> hey, he finished in front of Rossi. So hey, hey. something to be proud of there. Something to be proud of. And flop of the week. Everyone saw this coming. Andretti out of sport. It's flop of the week. Congratulations. They are awful. Y'all are awful. Well deserved. Yep. They are awful. Awful. Complete circus over there. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have any other flops, Zach? <sighs> My IndyCar fantasy. Your IndyCar fantasy. That's a big flop. Well. I'm so flopped right now. Well. It's perfect timing. You mentioned that. It's time for talk about gay racing podcast. I'm scared. Mom, pick me up. I'm scared. It's time for fantasy. (laughs) I am destroying Zach in fantasy. IndyCar fantasy. You're not destroying me in NASCAR. I'm kind of pulling away a tiny bit in NASCAR. Okay, a little Uh, bit. In IndyCar fantasy, it is now 11 to 5. Zach would need, as I said earlier, two wins just to tie it up. Like two big actual wins. Good luck with that. And I got it. Sorry. (laughs) I got it. Don't worry. I got it. Now we're going to NASCAR in Atlanta. IndyCar is off. Uh, The points are 14 to 12. Are we ready to make our picks for NASCAR? I am ready. I just kind of changed my mind about my pick, but I think I got it right now. For Atlanta. Okay. All right. Okay. The Quaker State 400. It's gonna be a 400 mile race, so less of the pack racing. Um. All right. Yeah. You ready, Alex? I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Chase Elliott. Joey Logano. Joey ain't finishing the race, so have fun. There's just, a. I don't know. There's a 12 percent chance Joey finishes the race. If he does finish, well, he'll win. But. <laughs> That's funny. There's no way he's fit. That's I could never pick him. I just I so my first pick was Blaney, but then I was like, nah, Chase. I'm feeling Chase right now. He I just because uh-huh. I said I was like he's having a good streak. He's his super speedway average is um what's it called? I gotta go back to it. His super speedway average is um fourth mm-hmm. best right now of the full time drivers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he's gonna. I think he'll get a solid top five. I could see that. Yeah. I I don't know. I feel like Logano... I, I, Atlanta earlier this year. I don't remember. I feel like Logano is due for a super speedway win. It hasn't... It's been a hot minute, I feel like. And he's been... And he's yeah, you're right. really good at that. And he's been winning at stuff that's, like, new-ish. Yeah. 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 I could... 
Yeah, I could see that. And yeah, I don't think we're gonna get a new ta- new t- winner this week. Yeah, like, that's why I didn't it's... want to pick Blaney because I feel like he's just not gonna win. Yeah, I I feel like Blaney is gonna have to fight for that regular season championship. I think so. He'll start winning in the. He's the kind of driver right now this season. I think he'll start winning in the playoffs, and he actually might go on a championship run, but. Remember right. Blaney last year, he won two in a row right before the playoffs. Yeah, started. I could see him doing something similar. I think he could win Daytona, but I don't yeah. think he's going to win right now. He might. He's my second he could. pick. He's my second mm-hmm. pick unofficially. So. All right. So I have Logano. You have Chase Elliott. Yep. We'll, we'll see and what Chase, happens this there. This is his home race, too, so I think it'd be pretty big. It is. It's kind of the year of Chase Elliott, Loki, right now. Yeah, so. yeah. Saying. He's but, been good since and... NBC came back. Yeah, he has, hasn't he? Um, so yeah, F1 is also on at Austria. We don't make no. picks for that, because we would just pick for Stappen every week. I would so. just, yeah. Um, yeah. I hope Lewis gets another pair. I want Lewis to win this season. I hope so. Yeah. But Austria for, should be a good race. I, I, it's really crazy that we're like, oh, I hope Lewis wins. It's yeah. been... That's yeah. crazy. The F1 happened. game came out this past weekend, and I have not gotten it. I just, I'm not in the mood for an F1 game. Yeah. Honestly, it's just, I don't know why. I'm just not interested in it. Cause the I last, haven't touched like, F1 2020 in a while. I've gotten the last three games. The last two I've gotten, like, on release. Mm-hmm. And I just don't care about it right now. Yeah. I don't, like, nothing. And there's not a big new feature in the game either. Really? And they don't the have mer- the story mode thing back either. They have the right? My Life thing, which is, like, honestly, just a... Not a scam, but it's just a thing to get you to buy microtransactions. You get to um, dress up your character, and you get to dress up your... or You get to decorate an apartment and, like, have a supercar there, but it's just, like... It's and that's just one? It's the just F1 a game? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And it's just a background that's screen. Cool. You can drive the supercars at a track, but... Why huh. do you want to do that in an F1 game? You want to drive an F1 car in an F1 game? Yeah. Weird. I just don't think it's that cool. But Yeah. That's just me. Hmm. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, yeah. I'll probably get it maybe later this year. I'll probably catch mm-hmm. it on sale, but... Right. I'm just not in the mood, and it's not offering enough new for me. But um, I've been playing other games, though. Me too. My, my Switch has been busy. I just bought the new Dragon Ball game... The PlayStation Plus is doing Crash Bandicoot 4 for free. Um, so yeah, I'm, you said that earlier. I'm going to get that. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm eating good with video games, man. So, And low-key, yeah. that's why I haven't been tweeting as much. I've been working yeah, that's been gaming. busy. I've been, I'm, I work at summer camp, and I'm full-time teaching in like one month, and mm-hmm. I'm getting ready for our trip busy, to Iowa, and, yep. which is happening in two weeks. Two weeks. Yep. Well, two. Well, this weekend is off. Then they're at Toronto, and then it's. Yep. Then it's Iowa. Iowa. Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm gonna pop my ass to Gwen Stefani. Um, Joseph Newgarden's Hell gonna yeah. win twice, and. Period. Yeah. We're gonna party. We're gonna party. Um. <laughs> yeah. So I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Um. I th- I thought, I thought I was pretty funny today. So. You are very funny, Zach. I'm very funny every day. Yeah, so true. (laughs) All right, y'all. Y'all take (laughs) care, and we will see you guys.